What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. On this week's Lyric Talk, we uncover the meaning behind one of the most misquoted songs of all time. I'm talking about Springsteen slash Manfred Man, Earth Man, Blinded by the Light. Now, if you're feeling all wrapped up like a douche over this one, then you're not alone. So hang out for this week's podcast where we're going to get to the bottom of all this go-kart Mozart business. Stick around. You're listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, changing rock history one podcast at a time. All right, everybody, welcome back. It is the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Our website is ludinirockandrollcircus.com. Check it out. All kind of cool stuff there. Guitar podcasts, music podcasts, um, rock and rants, this thing, this lyric talk thing. We even now have a musician's mastermind. All kind of cool stuff. Ludinirockandrollcircus.com is the central hub for all things Ludini. You can find it out there. So today we are going to be talking, we are talking about Blinded by the Light. This is a song was written by Bruce Springsteen. And I'm going to kind of give you guys some little known facts about it as well as explore the lyrics because it's it is lyric talk. But this was uh, uh, the the boss. He wasn't the boss yet, but he had, uh, you know, put an album together, gave it to the record label. And they were like, they gave it back and said, uh, we don't hear any hit songs. So he went back and came up with Blinded by the Light, Spirits uh, Spirits in the Night, <clears throat> a few other songs that ended up being part of the uh, Greetings from Asbury Park. And um, lots of songs with lots of words. <laughs> so this is one of the reasons why he was compared to uh, Dylan or said that he was going to be, uh, he was, uh, the critics uh, ex- uh, exclaimed him as the next Dylan or whatever because he would, write all these all these words um, but blinded by the light was uh, written out of frustration of needing to have something that it would at least resemble some kind of hit he had to have some kind of hit something that they were like there's nothing here on this record that we can play on the radio so they went back reworked it and came out with greetings from Azure Park which includes blind by, by the light <clears throat> the song um, has a bit to do with uh, uh, you know, Springsteen's life. It really is autobiographical. Now you could say, well, how does go-kart Mozart or, um, uh, early little early, well, little pearly whirly. And how, how does all that, uh, you know, how is that autobiographical? Well, what he did was he worked on the song kind of with images from his life and his childhood and his adolescence and his 
early adulthood, and he worked on these things and using a rhyming dictionary. And, um, you know, he famously said that the, by the time the song was over, the, rhym- the rhyming dictionary was actually on fire. <laughs> and um, which is a joke. A little, really, I'm sure it wasn't literally on fire. But he was just trying to put together images and ideas in a fun way, in a, in a, in a way, quite frankly, that would appeal to pop radio. So that is where we come up with uh, that. That is where we end up with all these like really fun uh, lyrical things that he does. So the, the song starts off madman drummers, bummers and Indians in the summer with a teenage diplomat. Okay. I'm not going to go through the whole song because first of all, Springsteen's version, most people know the Manford man version, but Springsteen's version has like, it's, it's longer than like some Protestant hymns. <laughs> it's like, <clears throat> it goes on and on and on and on. So I'm not going to go through the entire thing. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll just, we'll use the first verse as a kind of, and you'll get the idea. Uh, but Madman Drummers, Bummers, Madman Drummers, it refers to Madman Lopez, who was Springsteen's first drummer. Okay, so you're seeing right here, Indians in the summer. Indians was the baseball team he played for. Bruce is a huge baseball fan, loves baseball. And he himself was the teenage diplomat. This is kind of how he saw him, how he saw himself. You know, in the dumps with the mumps as the adolescent pumps his way into his hat. He had the mumps as a kid. You know, and the idea, you know, it's just a kind of, instead of, he could have said, puts on his hat. Well, it's more fun to say, pumps his way into his hat. You know, he says, with a boulder on my shoulder, feeling kind of older, I tripped the merry-go-round. And this was um, a reference to the fact that there was a merry-go-round. There was like a park there, very close to his house, where he played. And, you know, this is a sort of idea of, um, you know, leaving adolescence, leaving childhood. And, you know, feeling older with a boulder on your shoulder is like, he said that he has a lot of stuff on his mind, a lot, like he's carrying, he's carrying a weight around with him. Um, Some all hot half shot was heading for the hot spot, snapping his fingers, clapping his hands. That has, that, that's him. That's, that's Bruce. He was the hot shot. Um, uh, and now young Scott with a slingshot finally found the tender spot and throws his lover in the sand and some bloodshot forget me shot forget me not whispers daddy's within earshot save the buckshot turn up the band save the buckshot uh, daddy's within earshot and all that has to do with you know girls that he was seeing and he says that you know he said for some reason their parents were never really fond fond of him maybe because he was in a rock and roll band uh, that is the idea became um, explored more in the song Rosalita. Uh, we left out a, 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 uh, a line, though, uh, w- with this a very unpleasing sneezing and wheezing, the calliope crashed to the ground. Again, he talked about this calliope, this amusement park thing that, that actually literally broke. It, it fell apart, cl- crashed to the ground. So the song is completely just sort of pictures and ideas uh, from his life told and you know, shown to us with interesting imagery and interesting wordplay. Now let's, let's talk about, <clears throat> we got to talk about this chorus. She was blinded by the light. Now, <laughs> Manford man changed the words. And this is where some of the confusion comes in. They sang revved up like a deuce, another runner in the night. 
but the lyrics are cut loose like a deuce. Loose, deuce. So that actually works better than revved up. But the reference, what is a deuce? The deuce is like, a, he's talking about a car. Uh, there is a specific car that he is referring to, I believe. But he's like little deuce coupe. Um, that, um, you know, it. I'm, I'm looking here on my notes and I did have, oh, here it is. Um, yeah, revved up like a deuce. Deuce was commonly uh, mis. This is where where the all confusion is. Mis, mis misheard as douche. Springsteen's original line makes it more sense. A deuce is a thirty-two Ford hot rod. It's a thirty-two Ford. Okay, I be, me being in the car business, I, sh I should know that without having to look it up. Um, but that is where so cut loose like a deuce makes more sense, and there would have been less confusion. Um, over the lyrics, he jokes around about it. There's some, there's a video of him talking about it, I believe on storytellers or something <clears throat> where he, uh, he has a good sense of humor about the whole thing. By the way, uh, Blinded by the Light was Springsteen's only number one song, but he did not have the number one hit with it. it the number one hit was with, was done by Manfred Mann's Earth Band. Okay. The song, now, now some, as I did some research on this, um, this week, there's there's a lot of interpretations on this song, and somebody said, and I think I, it, 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 somebody said, excuse me, I'm losing my uh, train of thought here. Somebody said that the song is the musical equivalent of a Rorschach test, which is really interesting to me because what it's kind of saying is what what I believe that means is that so many people read so many different things into this song. For years, people thought this is a song about drugs. You know, Blinded by the Light was about being blinded by cocaine or LSD. It absolutely is not. Uh, uh, the, the boss, Bruce, has said that, you know, this was a song about him wanting to go to the light, wanting him to escape all the stuff that was surrounding him and, you know, go where he was going, kind of follow his mission in life, which was to become the Bruce Springsteen we all know and most of us love. I know not everybody loves Bruce Springsteen. Um, so that is the idea of the song. It is not anything to do with drugs. However, it can be read that way. And people that like to party, and you, you put it in context of the 70s, early 70s, we're just still coming. In, in fact, Bruce says that um, in even in 1972, like when he wrote the song, that in where he was living, it was still the 60s. It was still, it, you know, we hadn't, he hadn't really caught up to, to what was going to happen in the 70s yet. So <clears throat> uh, reading this as a sort of drug thing is not necessarily wrong. That's what makes a great song great. And that's what makes a song become personal to you is that you hear the song and it means to you what you want it to mean for yourself. This is why, and, and, and this is the importance of metaphor. And I wanted to talk a little bit about metaphor and why it's so important. When you're looking at song lyrics, whether it's a Bruce Springsteen song or a Metallica song or an Iron Maiden song or a Tom Petty song, you want to try to have a metaphoric perspective, which means which is to say that the lyrics aren't necessarily what the lyrics are about. And I know that like people like Loretta Lynn said, well, you know, country music, you know, people don't want to hear you sing about one thing, but mean something else. But even in that music, there is, there are deeper ideas and bigger ideas, even in something as simple as I want to hold your hand. You think about what is a metaphor 
there? What is like the deeper meaning of handholding? And it could mean a lot of different things. And if you explore that, you extrapolate that out, the song can have, can take on, can take you to new places. That is why the song is so, um, this is why a song like Blinded by the Light is so powerful and has uh, persevered for so long. And people who are younger want to know what this song is and are fascinated by it because it speaks to a lot of people on a lot of different levels. They see themselves in the characters. They've made, they've created little metaphors in their minds as to what the different vignettes of the story that's being told throughout the song means to them. And um, I compare this song a bit to Bob Dylan's Tangled Up in Blue, which is a song that is very similar with lots of verses and lots of really interesting imagery. And it's kind of tough to pin down exactly what the song is about. And you've got to kind of say, what does it mean to me? So I might do a video on Tangled Up in Blue if somebody would like me to talk about that. Um, I mentioned the rhyming dictionary. There's some great rhyming and like internal rhyming, like rhyming within the, um, the lines within, not just like at the end of the line. It's very, um, common to, you know, go, you know, this iambic pentameter, go, snow, you know, that, that sort of thing. But this has all these neat rhymes within, for instance, when we get to the second verse, some brimstone, baritone, anti-cyclone, rolling stone, preacher from the East. Well, this is, he's a reference to himself. He's the preacher from the East, but brimstone, baritone, Springsteen's a baritone, anti-cyclone, rolling stone. So all those like internal rhymes are really fun and it's really fun wordplay. And whether you know what it means or not, or even if you've made up anything in your mind about it or not, it is just fun to say and it's fun to sing and it's fun to sing along with. He says, dethrone the dictaphone, hit it in its funny bone. That's where they expect it least. Young guys, young, you know, you lot, you people, everything's funny, right? When you're, when you're a kid, like everything's funny. doesn't matter what it is. You know, it's all about fun being funny. Um, let's see here. Some new moan chaperone was heading in the corner all alone, watching the young girls dance. Um, reference, I believe to like school dances held in a gymnasium and you would have chaperones kind of watching, making sure nothing naughty went down and some fresh zone moonstone was messing with the frozen zone to remind him of the feeling of romance. And the only reason I know a little bit about this is because I actually heard the boss talk about this saying that the frozen zone were the sort of dark corners in the gym where, you know, naughty stuff shenanigans might be taking place, you know, during the dance. Uh, that the kids were going to um, silicone sister with a manager's mister told me I got what it takes. Probably the f- silicone sister is probably the first reference to um, a boob job in, in rock and roll. So go Bruce on, on that one, of, of course. Um, so she said, I'll turn you on Sonny to something strong. If you play the song with the funky break and, that's what the E Street Band does. They play the song with the funky break. So we could go on and on. We could take the whole song. We could we could be here for an hour. Uh, but you get you guys get the idea. These are little. So use your imagination. But the most important thing is what does the song mean to you? You know, another reading of the song that I had was a sort of idea of loss of innocence. 
<clears throat> because he's blinded by the light. He's being taken someplace, and is that place that he's really going to really going to be all that it's cracked up to be? And I think that there's some, and that might be a subconscious thing that's happening in the lyrics that maybe Bruce wasn't even aware of as he was writing the song, you know, some self-doubt about what is this light and what is it going to really do for me? And am I just going to end up as a go-kart Mozart? You know, am I just going to be a, you know, a flash in the pan? Um, so there is, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot to it. It's a really fun song. I, I, uh, I want to say on a personal note that this song was wildly influential on me as a songwriter because of all the super fun internal rhymes and stuff like that. But the idea of writing with imagery, putting images in people's minds is one of the most powerful thing a lyricist can do. And if you, and if you look back on some of your favorite lyrics, most of the really great epic songs have these, these images that kind of get stuck in your hand, stuck in your head. If you think a song like a day in the life or stairway to heaven or flight of Icarus, you think about these songs and they put these um, these like really intense images in your mind and everybody visualizes it a little bit different. That's why it can become personal and it can have a meaning for you. Bruce Springsteen and Manfred Mann's uh, Blinded by the Light. Manfred Mann's Earth Band, they shortened the song and um, they're probably one of the reasons why it became a big pop hit and they created a more... Um, fun poppy kind of vibe to Springsteen's version is more of a straight head sung kind of with like a, a kind of straight groove. You guys can check it out. It's on greetings from Asbury park. Thank you guys for listening. Ludini rock and roll circus.com is our website. Check back often. We do uh, all kinds of uh, super uh, fun podcasts for you guys. You can find that at Ludini rock and roll circus.com. I'm going to take some questions now and you might wonder, well, how are you going to do that on a podcast? Because I'm doing this live in my private inner circle group and if you would like to know more about that want to know uh, get involved with the community of people that are really passionate about great guitar driven rock that love talking about this stuff that are fastly becoming friends with each other as 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 well with me uh you can go to lulombardirocks.com and find out all the details there guys thanks so much and we'll catch you all in the next ludini rock and roll circus <laughs>